This is the Maxlexia podcast. Here, it's all dyslexia all the time. A place to explore it in all its complex beauty, changing the way we and the world perceive the dyslexic mind. I'm Laurie Catella, your host, and I'm ready to help guide you to see and celebrate your own dyslexic brilliance. Together, we will change the world. my fellow mathlexics. Welcome to this week's episode. I keep hearing from students and I do listen to what they're saying and I guess it was sort of throwing me back to when I first started and I think that's why as the years went on and I kept hearing these stories over and over again I really was compelled wanting this podcast out to get these stories out. That really is the that really is the reason. Putting these out in their words is really my goal and then sometimes I recognize that the words uh, their stories and the words they were using sometimes were a little bit difficult to to hear, to listen to. And it did make me have moments of um, reflection on when I started and, and some of the misconceptions that I had about learning disabilities and, and students' ability and capability and academic possibilities. Um, but what I really just wanted to get to was to I don't know, I guess for me, I had to allow it to sort of wash over me and and take the stories as they were being told. I know sometimes, whether it's in words or actions, whether, you know, said or implied, the takeaway from these students is the same thing. So I know a lot of them have heard words used in, uh, about them and about their abilities. But I also know some of them have also just inferred from subtle either behaviors or words that that's, that was the intention. And so I think, so the disclaimer here, I guess, would be just let the stories wash over you, um, knowing that this is out of frustration that they're bringing these forward and, and a lot of the suffering that they've gone through. The other disclaimer for today is that I have a very exciting um, podcast to share with you today. Uh, Laurence, whom I've known for seven years, and of course I did the math wrong at the beginning. I said uh, calculated is nine years. It is seven years I've known Laurence, and we have had an incredibly emotionally charged uh, time working together, both because both of us sort of seem to have this emotional quotient that is rather high, and I've recorded an hour of it. I'll split it in two parts, one part this week, another part next week. I will, uh, I will what do you say? I guess it's a disclaimer or uh, just that if you notice on iTunes, I do have an explicit rating for a purpose because uh, sometimes, well, these are emotional stories. They're teenagers. We're talking and occasionally, you know, an expletive will will drop and I'm not going to edit them out. They belong there. They're part of the story. I do want to make you aware that if you are offended by any explicit language, I'm warning you this one has has a couple of words in it. So without further ado, I really do wish to share with you Laurence's story. We will continue it again next week. Hi, Laurence. Hi. I am absolutely excited to have you here. This is amazing. Thank you for coming in. So I gave you a little bit of an idea what I was wanting you to come in and share with me. And honestly, (laughs) Laurence, (laughs) how long have we known each other? I'm trying to Since think. Since I was in grade seven, I think. Seven, right? Yeah, and now so I'm that in would... CJEP year two, so seven, eight, nine. You, you do the math. I'm not doing it. I think that's nine, eh? Nine years? That's insane. That's insane. Does that make sense? I don't know. I think so. 
Actually, yeah, you're probably right. I think so. I think it's nine years. Holy crap. I was trying to figure out last night. I'm like, how, when did I meet? I thought it was grade seven. Five? High school two? Wait, no, five, seven. That's what I thought. I was like, I'm not the mathematician here. <laughs> Wait, so, Lori, what did you're dyslexia start? I, I, I caught it from you guys. <laughs> I get paid to do math. I don't even know. Um, yeah, so I thought this would be very exciting because I think on the wall, you are a very prolific and profound uh, contributor to the wall. Mm-hmm. And I think that means that there's been a lot of... Laurence in the past seven years. Yeah. So I was really excited to hear that. And the interesting thing I think with you is that you've done that part and now you've gone into another piece as well. So I think that's kind of fun to see, to see the whole piece. So really, I think what I want, I like to start with is, and actually I don't even know if I know much about this. Do I know like early, early like early on? I think I've told you, but like never like really in depth. Because mm-hmm. I don't think it was like necessarily something that happened like right away that like I was like, oh my God, I'm mm-hmm. different or whatever. Right. Um, I think it just like it was a buildup of many things that like stick out to me now and I look back on it and right. I was like, that was not a great experience. Right. So. Well, some of them, uh, some of them I, I have been a piece of. <laughs> <laughs> been there. Yeah. Uh, The high school part. So that's why I was sort of thinking, I think it'd be interesting, and we will get into the high school part, but to go back to the real beginning Mm -hmm. parts that you remember. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I went to a different school before I went to the school where I went Mm -hmm. to elementary school and high school. Um, And I transferred uh, to start grade three at the school, and I stayed there until grade 11. And when I started off, I was automatically, like, I was so confused. Like, I had no idea what was going on in math. I felt so behind. And then right away, like, my parents like, okay, she needs a tutor. Her other school wasn't good. Like she needs a tutor like she's just not caught up so I started doing tutoring and stuff and I was always behind and like since grade three like that's when I remember like my first like real struggles with math like I heard Emmanuel say like the mad minutes like oh Mm. my god those were the worst those were a nightmare um but yeah that's that's classic yeah that's classic for for a number of reasons usually because you haven't been able to memorize the multiplication tables it's timed. It's yeah. with everyone else, and the yeah. anxiety. And you see on those everyone things. next to you like going super fast, changing the page, and you're like, "I'm still on question two. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I started with that, and um, around grade four or five is when I got diagnosed with like I had my thyroid problem. Mm-hmm. So then that affected my concentration even more. Wow. So that's when I got on my Concerta meds. Right. So I, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. That I do remember. Yeah. So I was dealing with like that problem and like having even more concentration problems. So that's when I first went to go see um, like the specialist and then mm-hmm. we had that whole like... The assessment. Yeah, the assessment. Exactly. Yeah. And then I got like all my accommodations and stuff. And then I started doing like at my school in elementary school and high school, we had this program where we could go and we would miss some classes and they would basically just like help us so that like the slower learners or people who had different disabilities were able to like catch up and understand better. Right, so it was support in school. Exactly. Yeah. So I was doing that and I also had tutors outside of school. Wow. So like tutors were like my best friends. Like literally <laughs> my entire school like always had tutors. Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting, but what you're saying in grade three initially, you probably picked up on the fact, you were thinking maybe it was because your old school hadn't brought you up to the same level. Yeah. So that was your initial Thinking and also my the math struggle, too. right? And my older brother did have ADHD, so they right. were kind of like, maybe it's not that, you know, like they just weren't really sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started seeing tutors and stuff, and like even then, like I would be doing a problem, or I'd be in math class, and other people would like understand, and I think that was the biggest thing for me. Like 
realizing that everyone around me was understanding and I was mm-hmm. just like confused. Like mm-hmm. I would leave a math class or a science class because those were my two like big struggles. And I would just like not be able to tell you what I had learned. Mm-hmm. And then I would go to my tutor and they're like, oh, what did you do today? And I was like, I, I don't know. Like here mm-hmm. are my notes. You look them over and let mm-hmm. me know like what I was supposed to gain from that. Because I just didn't understand and I wouldn't grasp it. And I think that was what was most frustrating for me is that it looked like I wasn't a hardworking student mm-hmm. to my math and science teachers. But like all my other teachers would see that I was and like my grades showed that I was, but in math and science it didn't show. And right. that was like very frustrating for me. Absolutely. So that happened throughout all of elementary school. That's, that's usually the frustrating piece, right? Is that you know you're capable, <laughs> you know you're doing the work and yet your grades are showing this. Yeah. And then oftentimes people say, well, you're not doing work. You have to work yeah, harder. Exactly. You're not getting your work done. But, mm-hmm. And then yeah. I would be confused because there's some things that I would do and I would like doing them in math and geometry. I did really mm-hmm. well at and I would do really well on my tests. I don't know if it's because it was more visual maybe. I think so. There but, tends to be, yeah. I see, I hear that a lot, right? The geometry piece, I think, because it is visual and you're, you are able to have those visual representations. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. So I mm-hmm. really like geometry and I did well with that. But there's some things that I just never got, like exponents and fractions. I still don't understand them. I don't like them. I don't want to do them. So when I got to high school, when you start incorporating different things into that, like, no, I was out. I did not know what I was doing. And my teachers oh were like, my how does this God. kid not understand? You like, just tweaked my memory. Okay, this is in my presentation. And it has been in my presentation at math conferences since the first one, which mm-hmm. is like five years ago. Whatever. The exponent rules. <laughs> But it was so... You don't. It was very... Why am I thinking you're so dyslexic? Because I literally am, but... You are. I know, I am. But, like... So I think originally they diagnosed me as having it because of my concentration problems, because of my thyroid. Because mm-hmm. you totally know you are. Oh, yeah, I totally am. I totally, totally are. And that's why I love the example that I have of you in my thing about exponent rules. Mm-hmm. Because... You did, you knew when you're multiplying that the exponent rule is to add the exponents. Mm-hmm. And you had something like a squared b cubed c to the 4 times a2 b5c6 or something. Yeah. And you literally just, at the end, you wrote abc and you stripped all the numbers, <laughs> added them all up, and just plonked it at the end. Yeah. And I mean, and, and, and I mean, it is funny. I think I, I, it, on some level, right? It's, <laughs> it's very cute. And I've left it in there for a number of reasons because that's an example of you didn't misunderstand the rule. Mm -hmm. They told you when you're multiplying, you add the exponents. So you did. I added up all the exponents and I got 15. Yeah. (laughs) You know, just boom. And the other thing about it is too that I find with the dyslexia is you guys take things very literally, right? When somebody says, this is what you do, that is what you did. You Mm -hmm. literally added up the exponents. Which is a good and a bad thing because you can actually work with that, right? If you have the procedure, and we'll, we'll get into you and your memory aids and stuff, but if you have the procedure um, written down properly, you can follow that and you're going to get it right. But it's really making sure that you really did understand <laughs> this, this, this. The A exponents add on the A, the B add on the B, and the C add on the C. And I don't think you were ever explicitly told that, right? So you just yeah. sort of did, well, I'm multiplying, so I'm going to add them. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that one, but that isn't a yes. Yep. So exponent was so grade seven was. Grade seven was rough. Grade Did seven, you ever well, before before finishing elementary? Were you ever bullied for anything? I mean, I you were in say, a school that understands it, right? So yes, for the like the adults, well, the adults that were in the center understood it, but mm-hmm. the adults that were my teachers and like the students didn't mm-hmm. because it wasn't really explained. Mm-hmm. You know, we just we would leave class and that was it, and then. It, like the th- I was never bullied for it, but what I would always hear was, 
oh, like, that's so unfair. Like, they get extra time. Like, that's not fair. They get a memory aid. Like, you're cheating. Like, stuff like that. Mm. And it's just like, no, I'm not. Like, yeah. I, if I was to write this test without these things, it wouldn't go very well. Yeah. You know, so, like, that was always frustrating to hear. But, like, it was nice to have other people because I wasn't the only one right. with a disability in my year. Right. And some of my best friends have. So, I was just, like, we, we just understood each other. And that was, like, okay, well... It's going to be what it's going to be. Like, right. And by the time you hit grade seven, you were kind of okay I was okay, but then there was a bunch of new kids that came to the school, so it kind of just happened all over again. Mm-hmm. So a lot of kids would be like, oh my God, you get like extra time. Why don't you write your exams in our class? Like, because I don't write any of my exams with the other students. I don't right. write in the big gym. Like, I'm always in a cubicle or somewhere else. Right. So like, they were very shocked by that. And like, I got some questions and they're like, oh my God, how do I get into that? And it's just mm-hmm. like, oh. Okay, like mm-hmm. that's not how it works. So that was always kind of frustrating to like hear. Mm-hmm. Um, but bullying, I like not really. Not not outright like no, that. Exactly. No, no, no. Okay, so the, I mean the culture was a little bit understanding of what was mm-hmm. what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that was grade seven. That's when I met you. Yeah, that's when you met me. So grade <laughs> seven, I think that one of my biggest problems with like all this is that. I'm always very negative with myself. And you know this. Really, Laurence? I am so negative with myself. And the group that I was with, we were all negative. And then we were just negative towards each other because we thought like, oh, I can call myself stupid. Like, you're stupid too. Like, we're all stupid. And I remember it was like, you did not like that. You were like, you guys are smart. Like, stop saying that. And like, we were were horrible. Like, we really just thought we were dumb at one point because we were Mm -hmm. like, we don't get it. Like, why don't we get it? Why is it so hard for us? So like, that really like was difficult to go through and it like lasted a few years and like mm-hmm. I think that's what led me to like having my anxiety attacks when I was mm-hmm. writing my test because it got to the point where I was like in my test I'd studied so much and I'd be writing and then I would just blank I'd be like I can't I don't have enough time I'm stressed I was like breathe and I was just like crying and I was like okay well now I can't do anything and it was just a mess you've definitely again you're get you're getting my memory <laughs> you're getting my memory going here because I think for me See, it's, it's good that I'm talking to you. For me, uh, I remember grade seven. And yes, you guys were, I wouldn't call you a negative, but bunch. Mm-hmm. But there was a, the talk, the self-talk was so devastating to hear you guys do that. That was an emotionally, do you remember that room? Yeah. That, that was room. an emotionally charged room. <laughs> if you recall. I broke a window. Uh, <laughs> I was going to, I wasn't going to say you. I was just going to say there was so much emotion in there. I believe a window got bad <laughs> popped out yeah. um but so it was very emotionally charged and I think for me the moment was December exam do you remember that yeah you guys all got your exam back oh in class God. do you remember oh. that <laughs> you got it all and I think I'm remembering the grade 36 percent from <laughs> some or all of you 36 40 oh my God, nobody we... p- nobody passed not even close <laughs> and you guys all held it together in class <laughs> and he showed up in the door and little started like crying. They were like, <laughs> you literally you lost every it. single one. You lost it. Oh god! Totally. Do you remember that? Oh, now that you say it, yeah. I know. That's crazy. I totally remember that. And but that was a good thing. Yeah. That was that was a good thing. I think that was the beginning of what I like to call the reboot, right? Because yeah, it was because like, I got it was like seventy something on my final in I know. June. It was a rock bottom. Like that's yeah. it. And it was extremely emotional. For me too, and you guys were tough. You 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 definitely had a lot of that talk back and forth. And I, again, I'm just remembering all this stuff. But I remember in grade seven, that room, and then you guys would just sort of swirl out of there with this energy. 
And I'd sort of be left there. I'd kind of be like totally rattled and totally upset. And sometimes I was crying. And I think I had older kids. Yes, and you would always like talk about after. us to them. Yeah. yeah. And they'd come in and they'd go like, like Are you okay? I'm like, okay. I just And they're like, you just had the grade seven. So I'm like, yeah, just yeah. give me a minute. And we they're like, horrible. oh, do you want us to go get them for you? We're going to, you know, they have my back. Yeah, because, they were like, you're destroying her. But, and I, like, we're, but I, wasn't, I wasn't angry. I was just really mm-hmm. upset because it was so emotionally draining to watch you guys. To watch you guys go through that and to watch you guys, you know, saying what you were saying about each other and about yourselves. Yeah. So I think that for me was what the emotional, the, the emotional piece was there. It was huge. And like you said, it did blow out a window at one point. Yes. Um, but okay. So from there to me, that was the beginning of the reboot. Yeah. And you did tweak onto something else about your, um, but we'll get to that in a minute about okay. your exam taking right. anxieties. We'll get to that. So grade seven, then from there, what, what started to happen? Cause I, you you know, remind me a bit what what we sort of okay so went through i wasn't able to have you as a tutor outside of school so right. i just had you in those classes right and i remember i don't know if it was at the end of grade seven or the end of i think it was the end of grade seven that we were all like or no beginning i don't remember when it was yeah but we all came together and we we're like yo guys we all have problems in math the english portion of the extra help isn't helping us we need oh, to see miss right. catella all the time and yeah, we went to the center guys. and we we're like, we need her. We need her for all our classes. We don't need English. And then our math extra help went up. Yeah, that's right. So we got right. to see you. So that was in middle school. I think that was for that grade was in eight. School. That's what but I you guys brought that forward because you were really feeling that the math help was really the thing that you yeah, needed at that exactly. point. I mean, later on, you need the, the, the English for, you know, the, the, the ministry exams and stuff. Yeah. But in the early years, I think you were so distraught by the math that you guys yeah. were. Yeah, Especially that, right. like, my English marks were always high. Right. I never had low English marks. And... My math was really what was struggling. And what was frustrating is that there's high achievement and honor roll and mm, stuff like that. So mm. when you have science and math that are bringing down your average, you have no chance of mm-hmm. getting there. If Even if your other marks are good, it, like, it really takes a toll Yeah. because yeah. of the weighting and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Your so overall like, average suffers yeah, because exactly. of that. So I really wanted to apply myself in math even more and like mm-hmm. understand what I was doing wrong and like figure it out. So we mm. all wanted to improve in math. Right. And, I remember, like, my parents remember this. Like, whenever I got a math mark, like, even if it was a 68, like, they were happy because I yeah, passed, you exactly. know? So. Exactly. But I think that, that, so that started to happen in that, those two years. Yeah. Grade 7, grade 8. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. you were sort of changing the dynamic. You were changing your, your, your history. You were changing the, um, you know, from, from chronic failure, you were starting to see those successes. Yeah. I think right? also, I finished grade 7, and my final science um, math mark was like a 70-something on the right. exam. Yeah. And I ended up getting high achievement mm-hmm. end of grade 7. I remember that. For my third semester. And that, I think, really like sparked something in me because I was like, that shows like I'm hardworking and I'm able to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even though I didn't get high achievement all the time because sometimes my math and science marks were like really not great. Like mm-hmm. I was always passing, but like in the end, things passing marks, mm-hmm. but like they weren't always great. Yeah. That high achievement in grade seven, like end of grade seven, like made me work harder and made me realize that I had the Well, you were always a hard worker, but I think it sort of validated for you. Like yeah. you sort of said, okay, I know, I know I've been working hard and now look, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that external validation of, of the, the grade yeah. and of the high achievement. Yeah. That was uh, middle school, grade seven, grade yeah. eight. I, th- I think grade eight as well too, right? Mm-hmm. That was going well too. So if you think about it from that, like I said, I think that was the beginning of the reboot. December exam. Yeah. That in 
<laughs> whatever class that whatever was, that, yeah. whatever it was a dungeon. That's true. We were down we were in the, the, in the math, math dungeon. Corridor, yeah. yeah, yeah. We were down. But we, but you know what? That was okay. It was a safe place for you guys. You all held it together. So you showed up and you walked in that <laughs> yeah. class. And it all hell just broke loose. It was just out out, out there. Okay. So grade seven, grade eight. Yeah, that was all that I was can see. See? It gets you, right? Yeah. It's crazy. That was one of the questions <clears throat> that I thought I haven't asked anybody, but you're farther along in it. And I was gonna ask you, is there ever a time now? that you get that emotional response and you're having it right now. Of what? Like, like just that, that overwhelming emotional response of this, the whole thing. I never really think of it all. You know what I mean? Like right now, because we're talking about it, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, that's been a, that was a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, It like, was a lot. I was young. Like, I was like it, 12. It was a like, long time I was, ago. I was little and like to be dealing with all of that at that age when it was like, unnecessary feelings to be having Mm -hmm. and like thinking of all that now I'm just like wow like why that was like I blew it out of proportion or like I'm no I don't but I I don't think my reaction sometimes well you're like (laughs) you were definitely one of the more intense reactive intensely react reactive people that uh, that I've worked with but um but you don't find now at any point does anything ever sort of trigger that at some point well math is not in my life anymore so I don't feel that Okay. You know what I mean? But sometimes when I'm in a test, I actually, I have a story for you. I don't know if you want to hear it now. Oh, well, I, yeah, yeah. I, I want to I move through because let, let's move through grade nine. Uh, okay, so we'll now we're in senior school. Senior I school. want to get to that because I don't want to forget. That's going to come back. It's in the, CJ. The anxiety piece and I want to get your CJ yeah. stories. Okay, so anxiety in high school. Okay, it got really bad. I would go into exams and like I had studied so much mm-hmm. and it just like I would block. Like I would read a question and then I was like, no, I don't know how to do it. I don't know mm-hmm. how to do it. And then mm-hmm. I would just block and then I would cry. And once I cried, I knew, okay, it's that's not, it. That's you, it. You were shut down. Yeah. Yeah. I so, mean, I, I've called, I've called that freeze and fail. Hashtag freeze and fail. <laughs> and I, I think that's, I think that's so appropriate Yeah. because literally that's what you guys say. You're like, I froze, like I blanked out. I froze. I didn't remember thing. And obviously the end result is going to be, you're going to fail. Yeah. Right. But it's always about that. It's always about that fight or flight. You kind of mm. get into that that high anxiety state of, you know, yeah. there's a threat here and all of a sudden you're Yeah, and you're I would in just doubt myself and like we would write in these cubicles because mm-hmm. they like got these new cubicles and that's how we would write our exams. So you have like three walls and a big glass window behind mm-hmm. you, like a big glass door. And like you're just sitting there with the ticking of the clock and I was just like, This is too much. Like I I can't and then I would blame So even on your own you were having that type of anxiety. You're having I those had it more then. Really? Yeah. Being on my own made me more stressed because it was like, okay. I couldn't look around as much because sometimes I'm writing a test and I just need to like sit back, look around. And it's like, mm-hmm. I had nowhere to look. Like mm-hmm. I was, I just, it was just me and the test. And mm-hmm. like, that's when I would make stupid mistakes and I would just like, it would just not go well. And then I wouldn't Well, you were shutting down, your cognitive ability was shutting down based yeah. on the fact that you were in fight or flight. You're like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to beat something up. I'm going to punch <laughs> a hole in the wall or I'm going to run out of here. Yeah. And, and I do recall, cause I, I was sort of thinking about it again last night, knowing you were coming today. And I had totally also forgotten, well, not forgotten, but, you know, not quite remembered this part. I don't know what grade it was. I think it was grade 10. I think it was your final exam in grade 10, math. Do you remember which when room you were? When you were in my Yes. Do you remember that one? Oh, I was bawling. But you have to remind me because I, I, yes, I was crying. That's all I remember, though. Totally. Yeah. And, and, and it was pretty quick. It was pretty quickly into it. I don't, I recall. Like, you were crying for a solid three hours. 
I didn't know. I there was nothing I could do. That year though, okay, that year. Okay, I think that was grade ten. To my defense, in grade ten. Oh, I'm not. I I'm had not attacking a, you. No, I know, I know. <laughs> I had such a like. I want to explain that. Like, I had such a bad start to my year because well, I had a good start and then it went bad. Mm-hmm. I was on student exchange. Oh, that's. And right. then I got back, and the teacher I had did not work with me at all. Like, I don't. I think this is probably the worst working math teacher I've ever had. Like that worked right. with me. Exactly. She was a great teacher, but with me. Wrong. Didn't it's work. just not the right fit. And everyone yeah. loved her, and I was like, oh, this is so good. Like, I'm going to be good, you know? And I went to see her after class, after my first class, whatever, and she just hands me a big package mm. of math, and she's like, there's a test next week. Just practice this, you'll be fine. And I was like, okay, great. No, like, teaching of it, nothing. Right. And then I get my test mark back, and obviously it's a failing mark. Like, right. I, she never taught it to me. And I was really disappointed because I had gone through it and, like, gone over the math and everything like I studied I'd seen my tutor and then I didn't do well and I also was catching up in other classes you were catching up so I remember like, that it was too much it was overwhelming and yeah. then when I got my math work back I'm obviously not good so then I went to see her and I was like crying like you know when you get choked mm-hmm. up that was me I was like start crying and I was just like like I'm sorry like I tried as hard as I could. and she's like honestly you might just be too stupid for my class and you should probably drop to a lower class yeah, and that I'll never forget because I was just like, okay. Did she say those words? What she were the words? She said those words. The words she stupid. called me stupid. And I was just like, great. That's great. Like, you're my teacher. If you don't have faith in me, how am I supposed to have that in myself? In the end, she ended up leaving. She didn't stay the whole year. I remember yeah. they were trying. Remember? And I was like, you're not going down. Yeah. I, I, I came to you and I was like, I remember I cried to you, I think, about it. Yes. I was like, she literally just called me dumb. Yes. So. I was, like, really frustrated by that. And then when she left, everyone was like, oh, my God, no, what are we going to do? Because it was our government year. We're getting all these mm-hmm. exams. And I was like, okay, well, I'm happy she's gone because mm-hmm. I could not. Mm-hmm. And then we had a bunch of replacement teachers. And everyone was really stressed that year because mm-hmm. we were jumping from math teacher to math teacher. And it just wasn't working out. Um, Again, it's always hard to find someone in the middle of the year. So they're trying to fill in the exactly. space. Exactly, yeah. Or, yeah. So, yeah, that was rough. And then... My final exam, I don't know, I think I just, I let it in my head that, like, she thought I was dumb. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm dumb. Like, if she doesn't think I can do this exam, I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, she's the math teacher. Mm-hmm. So, like, that really got to me. And I was reading the math. And I was just like, when you read the first question, of the prob- and you're like, I don't know what this is. And then you're just skipping questions because you're mm-hmm. like, I don't know how to answer mm-hmm. this. And it was just like, I was skipping questions and skipping questions. And I was just, I ended up passing in the end. Mm-hmm. But I was like... It was horrible. Like, that was honestly one of the worst exam taking oh, oh my God, my ever. God, and you I were remember. in my room, and I remember I that remember. reassured me. Oh. But then I was like, this is horrible. This is. I just remember you had your, you had your hand over your, your sort of on your forehead, yeah. and these big drops were <laughs> falling on your test. And I'm like. <laughs> oh, my God, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that was not a good Not one. my brightest moment. No, no. But, you did, but you did pass. I passed. And that was the high math. You didn't drop, because you were, you were determined. You were yeah. like, you're, and I was determined. I'm like, you're not going down the other math. Yeah. But then, because of like, my school put a lot of pressure on like, the sciences and the math mm-hmm. and the IB mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So like, by the end of grade 10, I had to make a decision like, grade 11, are you going to do sciences? Are you going to do math? Are you going to do IB? Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is that I almost did IB. Just because of, like, how hyped it was and how everyone was like, you need to do IB. Like, that's the way to go. 
and that included sciences because mm-hmm. what I think is like this oh, that, or a bachelor of arts like yeah so I couldn't take it oh, without having that science component right so that was really frustrating so then I was like okay no what am I doing like I don't like sciences mm-hmm. it was the same story as with math like I never did well and mm-hmm. even though I worked well you so, passed grade 10 you passed the ministry yeah, grade I did. 10 yeah. yeah so then I was just like you know what like I'm not gonna do sciences just because of IB like I'm just gonna drop that so then I didn't do sciences in grade 11, and then I was still in the higher, like the middle, like the, it was like the high math, but it wasn't the higher math. Yeah, it was because like the general the, math that the majority of the grade did. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's the one that... Scientific, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, a lot of these schools, for, you know, for students who really are going to pursue those kind of things, they, they do, they do an, a higher even level, right? They take, the, yeah. they take the grade level and they bump it up a whole other notch. Mm-hmm. So you were in the, just the grade level one of the high. Yeah. The high math. Yeah. yeah. So I did that and I was like, you know what? I'll be able to focus more on math. Like I won't have science. And, mm-hmm. and I had an amazing teacher. Like this is probably one of the best teachers I've mm-hmm. had like understanding wise. And like he just put in so much time and like I would go to his office hours. We do so many math problems. Mm-hmm. We'd, I'd go over my tests with him and it just like, it really like, it worked so well. Right. And I like found myself understanding th- certain things and others I really didn't understand. But like mm-hmm. I was able to like talk to him. And I never felt as though he thought I was stupid, right. which was really important for me, considering what I had gone through last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then I ended up passing, not with like, like my final mark in grade 11 math was like 67. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't great, but mm-hmm. it was definitely my lowest mark in all my averages. Mm-hmm. Everything else was 80 over. Right. So I was like, okay, that's not great, but like I got through I did it. it. Yeah, I did it. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the last of math I'm hoping I'll ever do. Thank you everyone for taking the time to listen today. Um, I really hope you enjoyed Laurence's story. We will continue next week. So we sort of went backwards for the first half and now we're going to move forwards next week and see where she's going and the exciting things that she's planning for her life moving forward. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Maxlexia podcast. If you've got any questions or comments, or if you're looking for more dyslexia-related stories, resources, and information, reach out to me on my website, maxlexia.com. Peace out. See you next time.